Hi, crime junkies. <laughs> Just kidding. This is the Forever and Always podcast, and I'm Katie. And I'm Chris, and we're going to kind of tell you where we've been the last month. I know we haven't really posted any episodes, but we've just been kind of moving and... Yeah, we've been so busy this last month. We've kind of just taken some time for ourselves. We've listened to a lot of other podcasts, including Crime Junkies, but we just barely moved into our new apartment, and that was super hectic and stressful. Yeah, it's always a process when you're moving from one place to another. And also, I have a little bit of a cold, too, so I've been kind of sick, and my voice is a little crazy right now, but that's another thing. I feel like having a cold just takes the life out of you. I don't have COVID, though. I don't know. And I tested negative. Yeah, and Chris tested negative, and we're together all the time, so that means I should be negative. (laughs) But yeah, I have a cold, and we were moving. We went to Mexico in the beginning of this month, and then like two weeks later, we went to Utah for my best friend and my cousin's wedding, and we were there for almost a week. Yeah, and funny story is, they met at our wedding. Yeah, isn't that crazy? They met at our wedding, and it was my childhood best friend from Georgia and my cousin, and they got married. Small world. Small world, and I love them together. They had the most beautiful wedding. It was so much fun. It was good to see family and friends, but it's just been the most hectic week. And then literally the day that our flight landed in California, we went home and packed up the rest of our stuff. We got a U-Haul, moved everything to the new apartment, and yeah, it was a little crazy. (laughs) We've been a little busy, so we apologize for not putting any episodes out, but we'll be right back into it. Yeah, we definitely want to stay consistent with this. And it's something that we promised ourselves when we started that we would be consistent with. But I think life, of course, gets in the way of everything sometimes. And it's important to take time for yourself. And we thought about doing some podcast episodes on the road, but we decided to just spend that time with family and just enjoy our time together. So we thought today it would be fun to talk about relationships with other people of the opposite sex, like me having guy friends and Chris having girlfriends, or vice versa. Especially in a relationship. Yeah, especially in a relationship. I think when you're single, it's kind of just all up in the air and you figure it out, and if you need to friend zone somebody, then you do. It's not as tricky to maneuver that, but when you're in a relationship, I feel like there definitely needs to be boundaries that are made when you have uh, friends of the opposite sex. And those boundaries should be made with your partner and with the person that you're like being friends with because it really just depends on everyone's relationship together. Yeah, and of course it's okay to have friends of the opposite sex. Chris has tons of girlfriends. I have tons of guy friends, and I think that's important because you don't want to isolate yourself from anybody just because you're in a relationship but like Chris said important to figure out those boundaries with the people that you're friends with and with your partner so we're just gonna go over some tips on how yeah and spoiler alert one of the tips is of course communication (laughs) so just making sure that you communicate with your partner like what makes you uncomfortable and comfortable and you're like oh I made a really good friend at wherever you made a good friend and you just explain to them. Yeah, I think that's important, especially because I think like in college, it's very easy to have friends with like you're friends with everybody. So like every person that I know, I feel like Chris knows. But when you're outside of college and like you're in work 
or I don't know, just out and about and you meet people that that other person might not know or doesn't know of, I think that's where it can kind of get tricky and you just want to be super open with them. And usually what I like to do, like before I get jealous about anybody or before I start making assumptions, I like to think about it if the roles were reversed. So like if it were myself in that situation, how would I feel or how would I react? And that always helps too, because sometimes it just takes some self-reflection to realize like, oh, that's actually not an issue. I think too, when you're just starting out meeting somebody new, like say I meet a guy at work, literally there's, I don't even work with any guys. It's all girls besides my bosses. But if I met a guy at work and started becoming friends with him, I think it would be important that I vocalize like, oh, it's so great being your friend, like using that word friend. And even talking about Chris a little bit in our relationship, we're like, oh yeah, me and Chris are getting dinner this weekend. Kind of just making it known that you are taken. It's totally okay to talk about your relationship. Maybe ask them about their relationship and see if they're dating any girls or guys and see, I don't know, how things are going for them. That's what I would do in that situation. And it's always important to have friends of the opposite sex too that aren't your partner because it's important to have like different perspectives. And I don't know, I feel like you're losing out on like half of the relationships you could be having with people. Like you don't always have to be like attracted to a person to have a relationship with them. And it doesn't have to be like you're going to end up being attracted to them because you're friends with them. It's that's definitely not like I feel like a thing. No, yeah, I completely agree with that. And I think that when you have a platonic friendship, it's so important because just like you said, you can have different opinions. And I don't know, like if you have friends in your film program or something, you can get like a girl's perspective about a film that I would have no idea how to begin talking about because I'm not super into film. Yeah. And I think also on top of that, it is important to not put yourself in a situation or an environment where like you question yourself, like you're not in the solo environment with them, like you're in a public place and it doesn't seem like too datey or anything like that. You know, if you are hanging out with someone of the opposite sex. Yeah, that's true. And just setting your boundaries ahead of time is obviously going to help the most because if you're just like, oh, I already know that I'm just friends with this person and this goes for if you're single too you know if you you don't want to get into a relationship quite yet or you're not ready for that um setting those boundaries with yourself ahead of time and just telling yourself okay I'm just gonna be friends with this person I'm not gonna have it turn into anything serious once you tell that to yourself and you have those affirmations with yourself then I feel like it will come true yeah that and it's important to let the other person know your boundaries and like all that kind of stuff yeah let them know too but I think just in a sense like you know that you're not ready for a relationship or something like that your heart will listen I think it sounds kind of cheesy but (laughs) no yeah I'm just thinking in general not just if you're single just like yeah all the time you should probably just let everyone know your boundaries oh yeah yeah I completely agree another thing that could really help is if you just have your partner meet the person that you're friends with. Yeah, group like hangouts are yeah. always like just preferred, hanging out together like. and then you get to meet that person, their coworker or their classmate or whatever and you're just like, "Oh, you're super awesome. I can be friends with you and we can all be friends." And I think that's the easiest way to avoid any sort of jealousy or confusion is just introducing everybody. Yeah, and I think that that adds to just like setting the boundaries and letting everyone know where everyone's at. Yeah. Oh, this is my boyfriend or this is my 
friend and then this uh-huh. is, you know. No, yeah, I agree. Because I don't think there's ever any confusion in your close friend groups, if that makes sense. Because your friend groups are like the people that were with you when the two of you started dating, if that makes sense. Like, when I think of, like, our really close friends from college, I don't ever have any sort of, like, jealousy or weirdness because it's just like, oh, we're all super close friends. But I think it's, like, when new people are introduced in each other's lives. That's when it's like, oh, who's this? And you're kind of learning about each other, and I don't know how to explain it, but... It's basically you just have to meet the person. It's not enough to just tell a person, like, oh, Katie... This is this girl I met from work. Of course, Katie's going to be like, oh, I'm kind of jealous. Like, he's talking about her. Yeah, it depends. I know it depends, but that it's always going to depend no matter what relationship. I know, that's true. I feel like... <laughs> so, it's always important no matter what the relationship is, like, everyone meets in person. And that way you can kind of get a vibe for, like, who the person yeah. is, see them, and see how you feel about them in person, and see the chemistry between, like, your partner and them, and, like, see if it's weird or not. <laughs> that's true. It's also, like, if you had a friend from work and she was like super flirty towards you and you were like oh no she's so cool like you know we're, we're best buds we're work friends I would be kind of weirded out because I would get like a vibe from her but if you guys were super chill then I would just be like oh she's awesome so that's it really is so case by case because I feel like it's only it's it's very rare that people are gonna kind of be disrespectful like that yeah and it's also probably another red flag if your partner doesn't want you to meet that person oh yes true that's very true i feel like there's definitely something secretive going on yeah so definitely watch out for that don't be like oh i let my partner have like a bunch of guy friends or girlfriends but they like i never meet them you never meet them yeah that would definitely be weird or i never i've never known them he just always talks to them and stuff Mm -hmm. and it's like there comes a point where you have to distinguish like which relationship is more important and that goes with any friend in relationship yeah no matter what the sex is or whatnot what do you think of like an ex coming back into somebody's life? Uh, I don't like it, but that's a personal thing. I feel like it really depends on the ex, too, in the relationship, but I just feel like it makes for a messy situation, almost. Yeah, I agree. I I definitely think it could be kind of a mess, but depending on how long the relationship was, maybe when the relationship was, it can sometimes work out. I think the only time it works out like that without, like, someone feeling some type of jealousy is Mm -hmm. basically, like, oh, this was my boyfriend in, like, junior high or like yeah. elementary school it like doesn't really yeah. count. Or unless it's somebody's like they're like, Oh, this is my ex husband and we have like custody of the kids or something. Yeah, but that's a different Because <laughs> I feel like co parenting can be pretty normal. Yeah, but that's a different relationship. Like a, a complete ex and then it depends on the chemistry like you said. Yeah. I don't know. I think sometimes it could work if the other person in the relationship that wasn't I don't know how to explain this. Oh, that's why you made me unfollow all my exes, right? Okay. <laughs> you can follow them. I'm I'm over it now. We're married. Okay, but I'm just saying, like, you say some. You gotta be, like, at least a little... I agree. That could definitely be messy, though. It really just depends on the situation, but I think it's probably best to just leave exes in the past and focus on your relationship with your 
current partner. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what it is. I mean, I feel like it's always communication and perspective. So I feel like there's just always such a stigma that when you are when you're friends with somebody of the opposite sex, like you guys are immediately attracted to get to each other. And it has to be some sort of like sexual relationship or attraction. But I don't know. It's just so untrue. Like you can have so many different friends that are just platonic friends. Yeah. And I think that's more common now than ever just because I feel like people are more aware of that and more open to having friendships and like relationships outside of their like marriage or partnerships, you know? Yeah. Not like sexual or anything, just like, oh, I'm friends with like this person. I'm really friends with this lady or. Yeah. And when you just have like two mature adults, they can, they can be friends. You know, it makes sense. And it's important to have more friends than just your partner. Yeah, of that sex. Especially think about it like if I needed girl advice with Katie, I would ask one of my friends. Maybe that's a girl instead of one of the guys because the guy's not going to really know how a girl would react or what a girl thinks. I think especially like for Christmas presents or stuff like that. I know I've definitely asked some of your friends like what they think that I should get you for your birthday or... I don't know. Like I said before, it's just a new perspective and like an untapped like means of a relationship. You could be missing out on a lot of good friends that way. Yeah. And it's kind of offensive to say that you like you can't be friends with somebody that you're attracted to because that just automatically means that you would try and pursue them or go after them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to sum it up, having friends of the opposite sex is healthy and normal And it should definitely be encouraged. I don't think that you should let your partner keep that from you. And if you guys are having an issue where you feel like they're getting overly jealous, you should talk about that with them because it's so important to figure out what's going on. You need to make sure that you're so open with each other and that you guys can have these friends. And if you are feeling jealous of your partner and they're friends with someone of the opposite sex and they're like, I don't know, hanging out with them and you're like, oh man, that's kind of making me jealous. It's always important to let them know that like, hey, this is kind of rubbing me the wrong way. I wish mm-hmm. you would hang out with me more. Like what's going on? Yeah. It's always important to communicate those feelings to, with your partner. Yeah. And I don't think it's wrong either to hang out with a friend of the opposite sex alone but I think it depends on the situation and where you are so if it's a public space and it's not like a date sort of setting or anything like that then I think that's normal like if you were to study with a girl I wouldn't be weirded out by that yeah it's always important to just make sure you're you don't put yourself in a weird situation or a situation that might like seem like it's sketchy yeah And you don't want to give those vibes off to the other person, too. Exactly. Like, if you're like, oh, let's study together, and they're, they're like, picking up some sort of, like, Like feeling, yeah, yeah. flirtation or something, make it super clear, like, oh, we should just work on this, we can go to Starbucks or something, and I gotta leave by five, because I gotta bring Katie home a drink. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, something like that. Exactly. Just make it known that you're comfortable in your relationship, and you're not looking for anything else. Yeah, and it not only reminds the person that you're with 
about your relationship, but it reminds you about your relationship and, like, you know, what you have and whatnot. Yeah, that's true. Very good advice, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we hope that people out there are missing our podcast and hopefully they're glad that we're <laughs> dropping another one. And we hope you take some of our advice and maybe some tips on making friends of the opposite sex if you are in a relationship because mm-hmm. they are definitely beneficial and good to have. Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.